This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the Laugh Button Podcast on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Laugh Button Podcast right here on the Riotcast Network. My name is Mark Seaman, his is Matt Kleinschmidt, and welcome to 2016. We made it, buddy. We did. We made it. 50 podcasts in the books. Yes. This is our 51st podcast. That's me drumming, I'm doing a little drum roll thing, yeah. It's not bad. It's I not know. Bad. Well, no, well, 50 podcasts in a year, that's pretty good. That's solid. That's, that's, we also started late, too. We started like end of January. Right. So we didn't, miss a year. we didn't miss a week of podcasts nope. in 2015 since we started. Our one year anniversary is coming up, but That's before we can, as shit, dude. it is. And before we can get to our one year anniversary, we have and, to let's stop and talk about how shittily impressive working? that was, or impressive uh, as shit. And how do you how do you tense that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as imp- impressed impressive by, as shit, how shittily shittily impressive doesn't mean anything. I'm more concerned if when you were in grade school, were you drum pad or flutophone? Because everyone had to do it, right? You had to pick one. Uh, you know, I was probably more drum pad than flutophone. Yeah? Yeah, probably. Okay. Um, I wasn't one of those people, though. I have a friend who, at 42, I have a friend who's like in, in his 40s. Oh, your friend, your friends with older people? Oh, yeah. yeah wait, actually, everyone I'm friends with is older. Weird. Yeah, Am I older than you? No. Well, well, we're also not friends, so. This no, is very true. We're work acquaintances. <laughs> you are not my friend. You can ask my people that I work with. I would say this, that, yes. that your our level of friendship is not... Hide it's, a body for you level of friendship, no. but it's get you out of a jam. Friendship. Our level of friendship is based <laughs> completely on proximity in which we sit next to each other, Mark. Let's be honest. So here. so what you're saying is if I move to LA, that's it. Mark, I'm saying <laughs> if you move on another side of a wall at the office, <laughs> we're no longer friends. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hold on, something's something's crackling. Yeah. Is it snap or pop? Touch the mic for a second. There you go. Okay. Went away. Cool. All right, I'll let that out. Yeah. So, um, so okay. So if because because the no, the laugh button towers are getting remodeled they right are now. Being remodeled so right if now. we're not near each other, that's it. That's it. Dude. Are we going to be doing the podcast from separate rooms? We'll Skype each other. Oh no, we'll we're going to Skype each other from within the office. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, I'm excited like said, to be not back. Not in the office, from the other side of a room. You can go on and on about how much you don't like me. I'm going to get back to the podcast. I don't. I'm excited to be look, back. It's Matt. not that I don't. Not like you. Okay. It's just like I said, out of sight, out of mind. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You're not the only one I say this to. Talk That's to true. Graham Rothenberg. That's true. I, ha- I have Jams. talked to your wife. Tweet at Graham Jams. <laughs> I have talked to your wife. You have talked to my wife. Yes. <laughs> and she, my, my she wife recently went to Iceland and you were like, I didn't even know I was married. She went, she went to Iceland <laughs> for our honeymoon, buddy. Like we Yeah, got by married, herself. Well, with her girlfriends. But she had planned the trip before the wedding. But, uh, uh, but yeah, it was wait, funny. Wait, is that how you got out of it? Is that how you got out of a honeymoon? You were like... Well, well, you, you scheduled the wedding around her dude, already pre-planned mar- trip to Iceland. I got Iceland. married right before Thanksgiving. Then Thanksgiving <laughs> happened. Then, like the next Monday, yeah, you know she Thanksgiving, where, where the family's already gonna all be around. She had made the plans with her girlfriends long before the wedding. <sighs> uh, we even had a date, and then she flew and whatever. It was it's awesome. Terrible. Listen. I had an awesome honeymoon. I sat around, hung out with the dog in my boxer shorts for three, four days without having to deal with my knife. I my can't brand new unpaint new that picture you just painted. All oh, right, buddy. 
Well, I'll Instagram that photo for you. Matt, big news, exciting news. Joining us on the podcast this week, comedian Wayne Fetterman. This guy has been doing comedy 30 plus years. It's a long time. And he just now finally released his debut stand-up comedy album. That kind of blows my mind. The Chronicles of Fetterman. Double disc, three discs. It should be no. Listen, let's give him. Let's well, three. Let's give him one for each decade. Okay, that's actually not a lot because usually it takes you what two, three years to get a solid hour together. Maybe? Yeah, I think so. Unless you're Louis C.K. and you try to write one a year. Well, it it took um, him a solid three decades so to get a hundred hours. So by the math of let's say three years mm-hmm. and three, it's been thirty years. So he should have a ten disc album. Well, the Chronicles of Fetterman it's already released, and it is the exact amount of discs it is. So there's no going back. He can't unproduce well, this listen, thing. This is all he's got to do. Is it one disc? No. If it's one disc, all you have to do is put a zero next to it. Okay. And then he's got a ten disc album. <laughs> okay. It's, listen, it's just pretty simple as far as it's a simple fix. It's, so when you buy the album, just draw a zero. Yeah, next get a sharpie. To it. Put it on the table. <laughs> And write a zero next to it. Well, I got ten albums. I don't know about you, but personally, I'm a huge fan of Wayne Fetterman. Yeah, this Wayne's, guy, Wayne's the best. He's like the, I. It's an overused term, but I think he was the first one it was ever used for, and that is the term, the comics comic. He is the comics comic in the scene oh, of yeah, comedy. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He's a staple out in L.A. That's where he does his things. He's been in so many movies. You know him because the second you look him up, if you if you don't know him by name, you go, oh, my God, that guy. That guy. From and totally. everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. I mean, him. here's a perfect example. Anytime we write about Wayne Fetterman mm-hmm. on the laughbutton.com, Someone who you're like, oh, I didn't realize that person read our website. That a comedian, like the last one that popped in my head was we wrote a story about his like late night appearance. Right. And then the next thing I know, Gary Shandling is tweeting our story to his fans about Wayne Fetterman. It's like, didn't know Gary Shandling followed us, but that's very cool. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> yeah, thanks, but also, Gary. Gary loves Wayne Fetterman. So right. It was really interesting to so see. So thank that. you, Wayne. Yes. So thank, thank you, Wayne. Wayne, for having Gary in a fan. Now, yes? thirty years is is a long time. Oh hell yeah. Between any sort of markers, I mean, it's it's literally a human life. Yes, time span. You so could, you could be born, raised, do everything in your life, and die right. before you turn thirty. You could be a retired professional athlete. Yes, you you be- could be an esteemed. <laughs> okay, let's let's slide down this professional What tennis. can you do in thirty years? You can be Pete Sampras, born, raised, played tennis, played through your entire career. Yes. Well, no, he retired after his 30s. Bad yes. example. You could be an entire lifespan of an asphalt roof on a house. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is that how long they last? They usually that 20-year, 30-year roof. Well, I guess yeah. it's all relative. If you're near the equator, that's a couple well, weeks. Well, it depends on what type of house. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> no, no, no. Not usually, usually, usually houses, I think, are like 20, 30-year houses okay. on asphalt. And then... And then and then you got it. Then you can put another layer over on top. And then once you get two layers of asphalt shingles, you got to wow. go off to put the new one on there. And yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. And then there's ice and dam and all that oh, kind of stuff. Jeez. So Sorry. so how that would work for me is okay. I get new said roof with asphalt. Yes. It it can be. I now need a new one. I move. That's how that works, right? <laughs> yeah, you That's... move. Or you call a guy who isn't terrified of heights. Right. Come to your house. Get up on a ladder. Uh, put oh, a whole the... new one down over top of the old one. Uh, honey, I hate to break this to you, yeah, but uh, we only got two years left on this place. <laughs> what are you talking about? Roof's got to be replaced. Roof's got to be replaced, man. I'm out. Roof leaks were moving. 
<laughs> that's a lifespan of like a boiler. I, I don't know why I'm like Bob Vila all of a sudden with the Bob v, with the home. He was great, man. Like this old house. But as but as yeah, oh dude, dude, this old house has very uh, special meaning in me as a kid. Sure, you could be a host of this old house and then not a host of this old house in thirty years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's very true. What else? What else can you do in thirty? All right, years? let's. Uh, yeah, what else can happen in thirty you could, years? Like, be a you could you could be a doctor. Get a doctor. Like how many? How, how much school do you need to be a doctor? It's like twenty four. No, years. you don't need to go to school for. Tw- oh, you mean born, raised, go to uh, school well, to be a doctor, people, become a, doc- a doctor. A doctor takes what five to ten years after college yeah. or during college, including college. So, you could just be graduating medical school. You can be a doctor. You can be born, raised. Get a real job. You could get fired from that job. Okay. Join the porn industry. <laughs> have an illustrious career. Get out of the porn industry. Find God. Wait, find God. <laughs> wait enough years to come back out into public so that that's all behind you now, yeah. and then be successful in another uh, career. I, okay. I think within thirty years. You could be the entire career of you two <laughs> in thirty years. You definitely can. You Not definitely Aerosmith. can. No. Nope. Uh, you no, actually, you two eighty. Yeah, you could be, you could be the entire career of you two. Yes, from boy to whatever the fuck the new album is, <laughs> you could be all of that. <laughs> you can be, yeah, two no doubt lifetimes. Yeah, right. Yeah, you could yeah, be yeah, a no doubt no twice. Doubts, two, one, you two. <laughs> All right. Well, Wayne Fetterman's our guest on the podcast. We're very excited to have him. Uh, but this brings up an interesting question because yeah. this happens a lot. And, and when we talk to comedians, and, and I'm sure you've done it in the past, as I have too, uh, when when a comedian takes a long time to have something happen that should normally be happening yeah. uh, happen again. Like, for instance, the news came out that David Cross announced, hey, I'm going back on First the road. Tour in like six years, yeah. But then you hear that. You go, in six years? And you're like, Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. He yeah, hasn't been, been on the road six in six years. I mean, it's not that he hasn't been doing stand-up. He no, just hasn't gone on a proper but, tour. But he's all, yeah, and he's been working. I mean, he do, he's done like the Alvin and the Chipmunks <clears> tri- sure. trilogy, fourth trilogy. Yeah, the rest of development in there twice. Yeah. Little right? AD up in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, you know things like that happen. Movies, film, TV, whatever mm-hmm. takes you away from from doing that. Uh, are we going to get another album from David Cross then? You, you know, off this tour, I th- I, mean, I would think so. I'd like to right. Think. I'd like to think so. And how many years has it been since his last? Well, he did a special for epics, but I'm talking like album. Well, right? I want to say his last album was was it Shut Up You Fucking Baby? Which no, was, no, that's that's was that Sub Pop? What did he do after that? There was he did two albums on Sub Pop, correct? Correct. Well, the good news is Shut Up You fu- Fucking Baby. That was the Grammy nominated one. Because the, here's the good news: we're going to be able to ask him these questions because he's on the podcast next week. That's right. Spoiler, spoiler alert. For you guys yeah. So, so David, David yeah, David Cross will be on next week. We're super excited for that. Um, but, but I've talked to many comedians in the past and, and some comedians just don't want to put out albums because they feel like that material gets burned, which is strange to me because I would think you should be writing new stuff anyway. Why would you want to be telling the same old jokes? Uh, at my old employer, there were comedians that didn't want their albums played on the air because they didn't want to do shows out on the road and say, Hey, I've already heard those. Well, I mean that, that. Patton Oswalt really addressed this this conversation pretty well. Uh, was was basically it's like where technology kind of has changed the game. Mm-hmm. He did this. Uh, he did a, the keynote speech at Just for Last a couple years back, and it was basically about he he would see these bulletproof headliners that had 
they had their hour, and they've had the same hour they've been using for 15, 20 years, whatever their career, said they suddenly became terrified because all of a sudden a, a bit could be found online or a video could be found online. And, like, potentially thousands of dollars. Like, life, life, like, you know, basically people's careers would end because right. they, weren't, they weren't able to write new material and all their previous materials, quote-unquote, burned. So... Some people have taken the Louis C.K. model, which actually I think was more like a George Carlin model before right, it was really, right. where it was like, write the material, take the year, throw out all the material at the end of the year, start over, tape a special, uh, write the, you know, basically tape a special every year. And Louis, and like when Louis came, I'm sure when that happened, some comics grumbled. I'm sure some were like, oh, now we all got to fucking do We got to work harder, yeah. Now I, uh, we all have to do this. And Louis' whole take was, it, well, if you're a professional comic and it's your job to write material, you should constantly be writing material. Some people wanted to be professional comedians because they worked a couple hours a night and they can fuck off and play video games the rest of the the, the time. And It just depends on your mentality. Well, this happens you know? with bands a lot, too, because back in the day it felt like more time was taken in between albums. Now people just want content, content, well, content. Like the Beatles put out one like every year, yeah, right? Or every Beatles six also, months. Yeah, but the Beatles, if they were still together they would probably like everyone always compares the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Beatles always win the edge because the Beatles never had a time in their career where they released shit right right the Rolling Stones have now if the Beatles didn't break up would they have continued in the same trajectory as the Rolling Stones probably because there's a point where yeah you just can't right there's a point where well you have your entire life to make your first album and then you have two years to make the second name the name your favorite billy joel song since well billy joel hasn't written new in the middle of the night right river dreams that was i think that was the last album he put out of original new material of pop songs because like he's like no one wants to hear that they want to hear uptown girl and piano man every time he performs and and you um, can't do that with comedy you can't do that with comedy but there's a reason the who haven't released a new record yet continue to tour it's because people want to hear Bob O'Reilly and we won't get fooled again and all that right. kind of stuff so there's there's pros and cons to each of it just depends on the type of artist you are some artists are artists because they just feel like they have to create new stuff but I also have to say that sometimes it's better like I made this I made this declaration on the previous podcast of the comedy roundtable we had that I don't know if Louis C.K.'s newest stuff is as fully realized getting as watered of, down I don't think it's getting watered down I just think in an effort to put it out every year, like that bit could have been awesome given six months, a couple more hours of stage time or whatever it is. So like, so the question is like, do you crank it out because it's a document or a snapshot of where you're at at that point in your life? Or do you crank it out because it's ready and baked? Um, Yeah. I used to tell people in, in correlation to films, Oh man, why did you know why all these deleted scenes? And say, well, there's a reason they're de- there's a reason why yeah. the octopus isn't in Goonies, yeah. okay? Because it looks terrible, yeah. it's bad. I get the idea they went for it. Well, and th- and then you see it and you're like, yeah, okay, I can see why they got rid of that. Great example of just this week, actually, just today, typing on this podcast, the head of HBO talked about season two of True Detective, right. okay? And he he kind of kind of took it on the chin and said, hey, listen, True Detective season one was great. The guy that created it, Nick Paxalukologo, I can never pronounce his last name, mm-hmm. Pizziotolo or something like that is how you pronounce it. Um, he took a very long time to get that right. He wrote it, rewrote it, edited, shot, whatever it was. And the, for season two, they basically, HBO said to him, hey, can you have it done by X date? Yeah. So they like, put him on a timeline. Nope. <laughs> and, and, the head of, and the head of HBO is like, I learned my lesson. It's like, you got to let people create. You got to let people feel like it's done and it's fully baked and it's a fully like finished product before you put it out. And he goes, I think that's part of the reason that season two 
of True Detective fell flat was because he was under a timeline, didn't let these ideas fully develop, and there's a lot of great premises and ideas there. There was great actors in there. It just didn't fully come together like season one. So, all right, well, let's talk. So there's ab- something to be said about that too. Sure. You know? So let's talk about real quick um, things that did go away that came back with a with a big chunk of time in between. Okay. Right. Okay. So obviously Fetterman, this yeah. is his debut album. So there's debut. not even a like oh. 30 years in between his first album and his second. This I mean, is just... Is, is, but this he's is done, it. like, late nights since then. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so he's been in movies. Yeah, yeah, that, kind of that, that exists. Yeah, but yeah. this is, like, his, this is this is it. And yeah. what's really neat about it, to be honest with you, is... Uh, uh, I don't know why it would never be. <laughs> but um, you really get to hear who he was in 1984. Yeah. And then you get to hear how he's the same dude in 2015. And... But but you get to see it morph and go in and out of these things and and he really started a whole bunch of things that are now popular, Whoa, uh, yeah. which we'll Very talk so. about like you know playing a ukulele on stage yeah. and getting away with that like that was a thing he'd been doing forever and now yeah. it's people now, have full blown careers off well, of that now right you have, like your Simon and Garfunkel's of the world yeah. sure yeah, yeah, totally so um, I'm trying to think of some other things that had huge gaps like, like uh, okay. Arrested Development right so yeah, Arrested yeah. Development goes off the air unfortunately it was yeah. cancelled after you win an Emmy it's yeah. very bizarre nominated uh, one for Emmys yeah sure nominated one Emmys yep. so then it comes back yes worth it did it need to <sighs> See, I love Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. I will defend anything about Arrested Development. I had, I watched it when it was live. Mm-hmm. I, it was literally. I remember this as vivid as the day that I first did it. It was literally the first show I ever set a season pass for on my brand new TiVo when I first bought a TiVo. I was an early adopter of the show. Me and my roommate at the time loved the show. Uh, it obviously didn't do well, ratings, all that kind of stuff. So then Critical you're the perfect thing. person to ask then. To, you know. And then Netflix came. I was super excited. I was one of these people that wrote a story, read every article. There couldn't have been more press about the return of Arrested Development. There could not have been. Um, and then I watched it. And I loved it. I loved it because... But I loved it for different reasons. I loved it because... I'd stepped away from it for a bit. It was a it was a trip and a walk down memory lane. It was definitely a nostalgia plunge for me. Um, I think that's why things like the new Star Wars movie is resonating with so many people. Not because it's another gap. It's another gap, but it's also because like it's a lot of it's walk down nostalgia lane. You get to see the Millennium Falcon fly again. You get to see lightsaber fights again that are new and different. You get to see some. Some some of your old friends, you get to see some new people in, involved in the mix. So like a lot of it's part of nostalgia. I think it's one of the reasons that like the new Star Wars film was so well received. But I think that's also some of the reasons people have the the criticisms of the new Star Wars movie too. Is yes, it gave me that feeling again when I was a kid, but it's a retelling of a similar story. Um, so Arrested Development. But so back to Arrested Development, like. I loved it. I loved the fact that it was returned there, but like, was it that same show? No, because they changed it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. They focused on one character. Not everyone was in every episode. They introduced new people. So, like, but I think have are they? They are talking about making a new season on Netflix. With that new season, are they going to follow the original model or the new model? I don't know. Right. I think if it were the original model, I'm in no matter what. But I'm I'm just curious to see how the show is developing. It's, it's like, got to go new model, man. I mean, these people are all huge now. They, but, their but, schedules but, are crazy. But, but who's who's huge? Like David Cross has got a lot of a lot going on. But like Michael Sarah was fire in between Arrested Development and the new Arrested Development. Yeah. He hasn't done much in a while. But he was the leading man in literally 
every comedy for a solid three years. Mm-hmm. But Michael, like Jeffrey Tambor, is yeah. beasting right now. Yeah, on yeah, Transparent. With, with, with Transparent. I mean, Jason Bateman's worked steadily since Bateman then. Bateman is. Cr- Will Arnett. Yeah, Bateman's I mean, I in a movie so. every. Portia same with Will Arnett and Aaliyah Shawcott. I mean, like they have careers. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, the girl uh, that with Portia freckles. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's yeah. got a new show coming out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. And you know, produced she, by uh, Michael she was Showalter, just in that Aubrey Plaza movie that yep. the the, the to do list that came out over mm-hmm. the summer. Like Bill Hader's wife wrote that. Bill Hader yep, started yep. it. But um, I don't know, man. Like I I was I was on board for both of them. But like to say that it was needed, I don't know. But or, it was good to have. But like for example, everyone I talked to that was a fan of Arrested Development, I've lent out my my three seasons of Arrested Development DVDs to literally all of my friends, and they've all watched them and returned them and said it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. If they all didn't borrow my DVDs and get hooked on the first set of seasons and just watch the new one, I don't know if they'd be as diehard fans of it as they would have. Like, I don't know if it converted new people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, but, like, for that, I would kind of give it, like, a, I would if I were to rate it, like, a scale of, like, you know, A to D, I'd give that, like, a B. Okay, a B. A B, uh, yes. Real quick, without too much explanation, The Muppets. I love the new Muppets, Me too. dude. And like they're they're, they're totally retooling the whole thing, but like I love it. I fuck I love the update of all of it. I fucking love it. So I, so here I've howled at that show. So I've laughed so hard. With that said, yeah. uh, a retooling yeah, has made coming. it awesome. Arrested Development, a retooling not as good. Yeah. Um, but so here's the thing: you and I are of the the minority in the Muppets situation because I, I love it came it. out and people were like, "This isn't the Muppets I grew up with." Yeah. It's like, well, it, the Muppets always were a little bit more adult. They started on SNL. I mean, like that's what people don't remember. The Muppets, like Jim Henson, like broke the Muppets via SNL. Sure, they were never straight up for kids. But I think eight o'clock on a Tuesday night on ABC, people were expecting a little bit more kid friendly humor, and like they just thought it was weird that like Kermit and Miss Piggy weren't together. But I was like, yeah, but like. It's funny, like so. But you know, one of the showrunners is out, and one of the guys is now a consultant, and they're bringing in a new dude and retooling it. So, like, yeah. when it returns in February, it might be a completely different show than what we saw. Uh, still mess but, with it. All right. So, with stand up, yeah, yeah. Then the bottom line is because we got to get to the Wayne Fetterman interview here. Do you do you think um, leaving more time in between albums, and obviously there's more specials now than albums. So, so leaving more space in between albums slash specials is for the good is always going to be better in comedy. I don't. I, I. don't know. I think it depends on the comic. I mean, like, uh, like David Cross. I looked up his his. Uh, uh, since we were, we were just talking about him, he put out bigger and blacker in two thousand. That, that that's the epic special. But I think that was actually an album too. And okay. Shut up, you fucking baby. Was two thousand two. But those were his two. That's it's eight years between those two records. Yeah. So I don't know. I, mean, I think for maybe some, another one coming in. I six think years? for some comics it works. I think for some it doesn't. You know, some guys need to strike when the iron's hot. Like I don't know. Like Dane Cook when he went meteoric, he was like, all right, got to put an album out gotta do this gotta do that because it's a moment it's a very on the cusp thing we haven't heard much from Dane Cook in the last couple of years as far as like a record yeah strange um, well he was I don't, a- but I don't know if that but I but he had a meteoric rise and almost a subsequent meteoric fall because he got so big so quick that people were just like well fuck this guy that, that's really what I feel like happened to Dane Cook and he kind of got a bad a raw deal in that aspect but right. um, well look. I don't know like Chris Rock he went a long time between some specials he hasn't put out one in a very long time 
Seinfeld's still working. He hasn't put out one in, in a long time, but he's doing the comedians and cars thing. I don't know, man. I mean, some well, there's guys, more more outlets now, so I feel like that's, that's preventing the other thing too. And some of these guys, some of these guys are straight up comics, and some of these guys are doing a million other things, like you know, they're writing on shows or they're putting out this that or the other thing. And some guys are just trying to be very of the moment. I also think because of technology, because of the way comedy works now, where you know the second new comedy boom we're talking about is some of these guys we're seeing them earlier too. We're seeing people that have had maybe five or six years start to record a record where it might they might have taken until ten to put out a new comedy album. So I think it depends. I think it, and, and listen, at the end of the day, it's up to the comedians their call and how they feel their their material is ready or not. But um, well, uh, Wayne Fetterman's material is ready. <laughs> yeah, well, it's been ready, it has and been it's for you for to purchase. Pick up. Uh, the Chronicles of Fetterman. You will be blown away, especially if you if you haven't really experienced this guy. Yeah, he's a guaranteed winner. Intern Mark heard him and fell in love with him. Intern Will. Yeah. Well, I was an intern at one point, yeah, but you weren't intern Mark. You were intern Will. Yeah. I've already forgotten intern Will. Oh man, He'll don't say me. that. You know why? I know. I'm just fucking because he's on, he, I know because no, he's on this interview. No, no, that's why he fell in love with Wayne, and so he showed up for this interview. But like, no one knew who intern Will. By the way, why. seeing him just be in the proximity, he was so of, it was awesome. Yeah, it was so. cool to see someone that. Excited to be in that moment, and uh, I think and, uh, it's so funny. I called him intern Mark. I'm staring right at you. It's all good, Dude, man. Freudian slip. Freudian slip. All right, here's uh, here's our interview with uh, Wayne Fetterman, and then we'll touch on some news real quick on the other side. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, joining us on the Laugh Button Podcast right now is uh, the one and only Wayne Fetterman. This guy, uh, to list his credits, uh, it would, uh, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do this, Wayne. face, your face. What about it? it? What am I doing? What's my face doing? Your face is like, to list this guy's credits is like the most exciting thing. I've been a fan for a long time, so I'll just get that. Let's do it. Let's Let's just get that out of the way. All right, all right. But uh, I guess the list of things you haven't done would be shorter that's than those wrong that is wrong that's <laughs> you, incorrect well let's that's let's hyperbole let's and name then them when all. we actually do the list people are gonna be like all right that's rude that's fine <laughs> but it's not so over the top that it's like <laughs> so you're making in a way you're not complimenting me no no 100 <laughs> percent. look the, the 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 territories uncharted for you are like the cover of cosmopolitan which you could care True. less about Right? right, I don't think you you need that. You don't know me. <laughs> Why are you assuming I would not be want to be on the cover of Cosmo? Well, it wasn't in your uh, new album you put out. It was not. You that know, is true. Chronicles of Fetterman, which documents thirty years of your life. Now, there's how much of that left? A handful of years, twenty years of my life. And change, yeah. What's yeah. not on that tape? There's I mean, a... your birth is on there, no. which is pretty impressive. Yes, I had the. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it was weird to hear someone write it down in pencil and then just have someone narrate it. Transcribe it, it. <laughs> yeah. And then I got into the buggy and we went home. It was really fun. It nice. was really good. It was good. Well, good to finally meet Thank you, Wayne. You. Thank it's you. a pleasure. Thank and seriously, uh, we'll go over my credits if you want. Let's do it. Do you want to do alphabetical order? Do you want to do oh, this let's... in prime number sequence? Like, oh, how nerdy oh, do you want to get? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get? Let's do a reverse order until the middle, and then do back and forth. Oh, so this is like a Quentin Tarantino film all of a sudden. Yeah, now. Yes. Like, okay. So that's what, one thing I haven't done. What's I've never your, been, in, and he is my favorite writer director working today. 
Well, working today, and that includes the brother Cohens, sure. who are geniuses, right? The brother Cohens. Are we are we at a doctor's office right now? What are we? <laughs> That's what they are. They're a couple of Jews from Minnesota. Let's not, let's not elevate them too much. Right. But I love. I mean, you know, there's so many great, but like. For some reason, Tarantino is right in my sweet spot. So right in. How how can we make this happen? Yeah, let's make, make the, let's make this podcast a thing about getting it, the hateful nine. Let's yeah, make the, it the, the hateful sequel, nine. The sequel to it. I know they're doing a documentary about his life. I just read about that. He's just. I just love. Although I did do. I don't know if this counts. The Tonight Show with him. Ah, at the same time. So he was a guest the same night you did the Tonight Show. That's what I meant by doing the Tonight yes. Show with him. <laughs> what well, what else know. could you think that means? I thought maybe you guys did a comedy duo thing, like a, a Sklar brother, a Sklar brother esque. You know, like okay. you both went out okay. and did stand up together. No, yeah. no, no. But uh, he was he was on the was obviously with Jay Leno. He was uh, promoting uh, Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Davy Jones. Does that name mean anything to you? Of course, the monkeys, man. Yeah, all Watched right. that on television. Yeah. I am older than I look. I know. He has a youthful kind of, right? And uh, I, I'm a big fan of the monkeys, man. Yeah, yeah. So that was, he's dead now, if I'm not mistaken, Davy Jones. At least and in your mind, right? No, I think he's literally <laughs> dead. He's what are you talking about? Dead. I love that guy. <laughs> Davy <laughs> Jones, dead to me. <laughs> What could have he possibly done? That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he wrote that one bad song. I don't know. Who knows? You're a musician. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm assuming that you're critical true. of... But so so I met Quentin Tarantino Okay. Then. So does that count? Yes, that Working counts. Working with him? I think so. What do you think so? I think it would. Because in that, if you look up on IMDb, IMDb, in that particular episode of The Tonight Show, you'll be listed in the same credits. So... You know, are we splitting hairs here? What are we doing? No, no, we're trying to we're being we're trying to figure things out. So, what did you say to this guy? You obviously are a huge fan. Well, Pulp Fiction's early on, right? Man, that's interesting. My favorite of his is his first is Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir Dogs is great. Are you Mr. Pink Guy? (laughs) Yeah, Mr. White Guy. I just like the whole story. <laughs> Did you cut your like ear off for Halloween one year? That I have to identify with a specific character in order to like this film. Wait, you don't have to do anything. Oh. You can just sit there. Yeah, but I do love Tarantino. <laughs> I do love... I don't know. It's almost like a play, that movie. Yeah. And you break it down. Have you seen it? Yes, I have. Yeah. So can we set the scene where we're at? Yeah, let's do that, Wayne. Uh, thank you for the hospitality. We're... We'll start that. We're in New York City. Well, Manhattan. We're in the. We're on an island. We're not. <laughs> That's the first thing. There's no way out. We're first of all. We're all on an island. <laughs> right. We can agree on that, right? Yes. Yes. So uh, we're surrounded by water. Mm-hmm. We're hoping for the best. Right. This island's called Manhattan. Mm-hmm. A lot of people here. A lot of people. We're here. on Forty Sixth Street. We're opposite the most. Would you say the hottest Broadway show? The hottest and most coveted ticket right now on Broadway Uh since the Book of Mormon first came out. Yes, that's true. Right, and it's called Hamilton. Right. If if you uh, if you're a Broadway connoisseur, right, it's it's currently running. Not a president. Well, Hamilton is also a. um, They make blenders and stuff. Hamilton was not a president. No, he was Secretary of Treasury. Oh, did I say president? Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. We're uh, not a president. Oh, he's the president of my heart. I mean, but he's how, on money. He's on money, right? Because yeah, he is. He's on money. Can you name the two presidents that are on multiple amounts of money? No, let me try. Okay, let me try. I'm gonna just off the top of my head. Okay, go uh, Jackson. No, no, Washington. <laughs> really, you're going Jackson first? I'm going Jackson. There's first. There's like 45 or 40 and change of these guys. You're going Jackson first. Fillmore. Definitely not Millard Fillmore. <laughs> 
<laughs> Although if it was, if, if I if I printed the currency, he would be up there. Right. With uh, Millard Fillmore was good. I would go. Uh, Grover Cleveland would have to get yes dibs yeah. on some sort of currency. Who was on the wooden nickel, by the way? Who do you? Do you not, know that piece not of information? Familiar. Don't have I and I kind of can you look that up? I kind Who's of am a um, a trivia guy now. I don't know if you know about this. I have my own podcast. Do you know about y- it? Yes. What I do you know about it? What I know about is that it exists and you host it. All right. So not really. Doesn't really know. <laughs> okay, well, it's called. Let me tell you what it's called. Okay. It's called Human Conversation. Yes, human Conversation. That's what it is. Yes. Well, I just said it. You I don't know. Have to pretend I know. That, that's... I did know that information. <laughs> I'm just embarrassed right now. <laughs> uh, it's like me with the president. I, I know, know too much about a lot of stuff, and I couldn't remember the name. Of your okay, that's fine. Fine. Podcast, fine. That's my. We're human fault. beings. We're human. Yes. But one of the uh, one of our angles on human mm-hmm. conversations, we're not allowed to look up anything. Okay. And then later. And we do corrections the next episode, the beginning, we go, oh, this is what he couldn't remember, or he misremembered the name of Raymond Burr's character on Ironsides, or something, whatever weird thing we came up with, so... So very this podcast familiar. already is going to have it has that feel. 20 minutes of... No, I'm saying I don't like looking up things while it's going on. But by the way... Yes. Um, you, you know, the Google machine for these kids, you know, helps them solve a lot of problems. We didn't have this growing up. Okay. Right? So okay, we had to- Grandpa. Easy. <laughs> Just back off a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Are you happy it's around? Yes, I'm life? thrilled. You're pumped about I'm it? I'm thrilled. You didn't Except- like just making up stories and having people no, believe you because you're a good I storyteller? Love facts. I love facts. Love them. What's your favorite fact? Well, I, you know, I don't really have a favorite fact. That's a weird question, but let me think. A favorite fact. Oh my goodness! This is. Th- let me say one of the problem is I'm tired. I'm tired because okay. I just flew in yesterday from Vegas. Oh wow! Okay. Where I was shooting Vegas? a film. Oh. Okay. With Will Ferrell. Are you familiar? Heard with of that guy? Amy sure. Poehler. Okay. And it's called The House. All right. So, um, and I'm in. I you know. You're in the house. I'm not in the house, but here's the thing. The okay. house is. I'm not going to put you on the spot, but the house is about gambling in that the house never loses. Gotcha. So they lose all their money and then opening open up their own gambling den to get their money back in the, in the in their basement. Got it? Got it. I'm the dealer that's dealing them yes. in Vegas when they lose their money. As you should be. The key person. <laughs> Very key. pivotal. You're a pivotal Couldn't character. Couldn't be more. It's literally, I am a plot point. Yes, you are. Yeah, yeah. So... So, I, so it, anyway, so, so that's why I'm a little tired. So my favorite fact, favorite fact. What about recent fact? Let's say, re, let's narrow it down. Favorite recent fact. That you've come across, you're just like, hey, that's a pretty cool fact. I enjoy uh, that fact. Uh, let's I'm going to share that fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know, middle seat, airplane, late flight. I uh, know, I'm always, <laughs> I am always fascinated by things. Like, give me a second, give me a second. Let me think. Um, there's... Oh, okay, here's the fact. The chameleons don't change color to blend in with their scenery. Even though everyone, that seems like what the that's, definition. So that's the myth. That's, that is a myth. That is, yeah. Yeah, I just found out that fact. Wow. Okay, so they change because. They do change color, but it's yes. based on their mood, not trying to blend in. And sometimes they have evolved. They look like the ground or a leaf or something like that but they're not like oh i'm on a leaf i see it's green i'm gonna make myself green now right okay so it's like i feel like a pile of dirt 
I'm now I now look like a pile of dirt, <laughs> and here I am in the shape and color of a pile of dirt. Right, right. Okay, I follow along. Exactly. I'm applying what I've just learned. Yeah, so that's a that's a fact. It is. I'm not saying it's my favorite. Definitely a fact. I just learned that. I just learned that. It's a good fact. How'd I do? You did fantastic. Thank you. Thank you, you did fantastic. Well, you. And uh, congrats on your recent performance on Fallon, by the way. Thank you. Um, thank you. That was uh, very important for me because I am a big. Um, history buff when it comes to show business mm-hmm. and that th- that stage 6b mm-hmm. in rockefeller 30 rock sure. hosted not only the tonight show with johnny carson we all know that yes. but texaco star theater with milton burrell and starting in 1948 in june was that the vaudeville show that was in there before it was kind of a vaudeville-esque show okay. yes yeah this it was the-, the it was the show that like launch television. It was the most popular show in the early years of television, and it's uh, just thrilled to be on that stage. That's pretty amazing. And you made that for me. For me, for sure. Not interesting, for probably for the listeners. <laughs> Excuse me, listener. Um, but that doesn't include me, by the <laughs> right, way. Right, of course. You know, <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, uh, well, you go back with Fallon because you yeah, helped, yeah, yeah. You helped launch uh, when when he became an on-air host, yeah. late night. You were the head writer for the monologue scenario. Oh, these are facts. These are good. Couldn't remember the name of your podcast, but I do know this piece of information. I'm Um, I'm not lording that over you. Okay. Thank you for doing so. You got to admit, lord is a good word. It's a great word. (laughs) Uh, You could do that to somebody. Great performer as well. Uh, Who? Lord. The musician. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the guy who created the universe. (laughs) That's all right. No big deal. (laughs) I didn't know he did show business as well, but I guess you could say this was a phenomenal bit that he's done. Wayne, you'll you'll appreciate this. So I was raised Catholic, which obviously in turn means I'm not anymore, right? Right. And Lapsed, uh, is is that the term you use? Lapsed would be an appropriate term in this scenario. Give me another term. Or Uh, fallen? I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, uh, canceled my subscription. Okay. Let to? me ask you this: the series, seriously, <laughs> yes. when you walk by like a church, like one of the super cool ones, like the one on Fifth Avenue, like it's got a good shape, it's got a good feel, right? Um, <laughs> Some history. Do you have a little bit of a like? Oh, there's something wonderful going on in there, or are you just like this is this means nothing to me. No, it it feels like if I enter those doors, I'm heading into a magic show. Okay. That's okay. what I feel like. Got it. I feel like someone's just telling a cool story. Yeah. You know, an, an old fairy tale. And, I get uh, it. And you don't like have to tip. keep bashing religious people who are listening. We get it. You think it's a joke. God. All right. <laughs> well, anyway, growing up as a kid, I went to Catholic school. Yeah. And there was one Jewish kid that was in my class for whatever reason. Yeah. He attended the Catholic right. school. And he would just sit back and be like, this is all a show, everybody. This is all. But the Jewish people have their own show. What are you talking I know. about? And he was explaining that that too was also. A oh, really? Show. So he was just anti. I he was it. just yes. Skeptic. He was into yeah. shows. Yeah. 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 Um, and so once that entered my brain, I thought to myself, I need to do research. I need to understand this show, much like you did. Yeah. You know, with uh, the old Studio Six H. You said. Yeah. 6H? It was, I said Six B, but 6B, if you want to remember enough. it as H, that's fine. Somehow a hair flew into my <laughs> mouth. This is amazing. <laughs> this is. That might be from somebody named the Lord. Yeah. Not he, the band. He just smiced me with hair. <laughs> now suddenly you have hair coming out of your mouth. It's no big deal. I, d- I earned it. I deserved it. <laughs> you know, poke the bear. Yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> Am true. I wrong about that? 
<laughs> and now I have the bear's hair. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that did just happen. Wait, so now you're calling the Lord gay? Is that what you're doing? He's a no. bear. He's oh, is that a term? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm not is. as familiar with gay terms as you are. You, you live long enough between uh, New York City and Atlanta. You, you, you catch on to a few things. Yeah, yeah. You catch on to a no, few I do things. know with them. All right, there's too many avenues. So to we're go talking down. about, yeah. I got to put this to bed real quick. Um, oh, I love uh, it. Is it you? Hold on. Let's is it do you? It. <laughs> Why am I doing that? <laughs> no one can see what I'm doing anyway. I'm in heaven right now. All right. So, Wayne, <laughs> thank you for holding that table down. It was getting a little too high for my, for my liking. Okay. Um, are you in this Geico commercial with Kenny yes, Rogers? That That's you me. at the end yes, of the table? Of course. Okay course was it was it fun shooting that commercial i mean you didn't really do anything you sat at an end of a table that how long was that shoot easy easy two hours okay in two and out hours. two hours in and out like the burgers are you familiar with that chain i that's am a California thing. i i have spent half my days out in la so okay. I, I know the chain very well um gotta, yeah you gotta ask for the secret burger right that the whole myth of that i thing. don't do it's, that i don't, I don't do but that either. the uh kenny rogers Geico, mm -hmm. I have the last line in the spot. It's more than just sitting there. It is. You, At the end, I have to say, I get the gist, or yeah, we get the gist, or something like that. And that's me. Who did you channel for that role? Who did you Who did you look for? What was the nothing, inspiration? Nothing, to but I, you that? know what I talked to him about? Two things. Yes. One, the Eagles. Are you familiar with that? I band? know the they're band. Very popular in the '70s, and if you listen to classic rock, yes, they're all over it. With their song, they take it to the limit. They take it to they go to Hotel California. They're in the fast lane. They're in the fast lane. They're a new kid in town. They're doing a lot. They've of sold an album or two. Yeah. They're doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. They've moved some units. So, but I never knew how like crucial Kenny Rogers was mm -hmm. to the story of the Eagles until I saw that Eagles self-glorifying documentary on HBO. Right. And so I asked him about that. Okay. And then because I'm a musician, I asked him about his early days. Sure. Guess what? Stand-up bass player, which doesn't mean, I mean, plays the stand-up bass. It, right. Yeah, right. So, um, no frets. No frets on that No guy. frets. No frets on that stand-up bass. That is uh, a good... Still, still myth, mystifies me to this day. Now, of course. Now, we have something in common. Uh-oh. In the music realm. Yeah, yeah. We're both drummers. Yes. I'm a you drummer. Knew that. I still do that to this day. What kind of drums do you play? Rock and roll. And no, no, I, what... The brand. Oh, what brand? Uh, a European. This is. It's going to sound so douchey. This is no. A let me European hear, brand, brand called Cadison. Cadison. Which I discovered in a small independent music shop down in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh my God. And I played on them, and I loved them forever. My dad was a drummer. He was a Slingerland guy. Slingerland. That's so Buddy Rich's. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And uh, and I was a DW guy. Of course. Before was... I moved to Cadison. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of DW, mm -hmm. the drummer from the Eagles. What is his name? Don Henley. Yeah. Yeah, he plays the DW. DW. Dude, what does that stand for, by the way? Uh, drum Works. Uh, drum Workshop. Drum Workshop. Yeah, yeah drum they workshop. became super popular, like, sure. would you say, 80s? Yeah, into or the 90s. 90s, 90s, 90s I, I kept seeing them in the 90s. It really took off with their pedals. Can I give you a little piece pedals? of trivia? Remember we're talking about facts? Yes, give me some facts. The Beatles, another band. Heard about them. Heard, yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows Ringo played those Ludwig drums, mm -hmm. but before... Before Ludwig, he had another drum kit. Okay. Guess I'll give you a hint. They're from England. Okay, so not DW. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Definitely not Cadison. <laughs> Definitely not Cadison. Um, I'll give you a hint. Not, from not Yamaha. Yeah. Not, none of those. Not, not Tama or Tama. No, they're Japanese. Yep, yep. Yep. All right. So there's this is drum talk here on the left. Gretsch. 
That's a great guess. I, I mean, don't. I don't know if that. I, I feel I those might be German. German. Yeah, yeah. It's not Gretsch. Okay, it's not Gretsch. Uh, I'm at a loss. Then. Premier. Have Premier, you ever heard? Yes. You ever heard of them? Of course. Premier Drums. Yeah. I didn't know that was a British company. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fun facts fact. again. So, Chameleon. This. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Eagles. All right. I'm loaded. I don't. Uh, I need 14 days to talk to you. Yeah. There's there's a, we're we not even started. We didn't even talk about Fallon. <laughs> We didn't even. We touched on that. We we glanced, we glanced at it, it and it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> it was like a skimmy, like skimming a rock over the pond. By the way, that cool thing you did the, the other day, gone. Poof. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my wife, who is not from this country, and I'm is, not going to say my wife, but go ahead. Okay, she's not from this country. Uh, discovering m- more and more comedy as the days go on through me and my job and what I do mm-hmm. for a living, and she discovered you uh, on Fallon, the said performance. You mean from last week? Yes, from last week. Oh, my God. Yeah? Uh, I, I mean, I hate to say that, but that's her fault, not mine. And uh, and she appreciated that you played the, the piano for like one second and asked for it to be taken away <laughs> off the stage. She goes, I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. And, uh, and she was an instant fan. Um, but she's into that quirky, you know, just the, the way you do things. She really appreciated. Well, so that was a nice compliment. And the takeaway was nice also. It was like, cool. she loves you. She's great. But she's into quirky, you know, <laughs> well, funny you're, you're, and you're, well-crafted bits. You're Not that much into, but a quirky, yeah. Wayne, you're unbrandable. I mean, you've done every facet of comedy possible, whether it's a musical aspect. whether you know, it's that's... That you bring that up is a good point because I did kind of make it a point to try to do everything. Yeah, and you have. I mean, what's left? Well, You've... there's a lot left because new mediums keep coming up all the time. But um, like I've I've been in I'm in one karaoke video. Another fact. We're Another gonna... fact. Okay. It's not on my Wikipedia. Who's okay. ever writing that thing? <laughs> yeah, Get who writes it. those? By the way, Who's, I don't know. Who writes all of these Wikipedias? <laughs> They're all bullshit. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh my God! <laughs> Do you know that? Literally, I did that bit for like maybe three months. That there's a recording of it at all? Because it's not even. It's the whole thing's a lie. But the, except for the fact you can. Edit well, there's a, a Wikipedia fact about your Wikipedia bit on Wikipedia, and that you've only oh done God. it for two months, and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he knows that. Um, okay, so back to. It's unbelievable. You know that. So back to. You start crying. Go all ahead. the avenues of comedy. Yeah. Uh, you've done, you know, like we, we touched upon music, right? Uh, ventriloquism. Yes, that's how it started. Straight stand up. Mm-hmm. Uh, props, some other projectors. Okay, I've never done props. Would you call music props? Uh, yeah, I would think so. If you're playing a ukulele, I would consider that. Well, I don't know. It's arguable. It's arguable. Well, I like that you're in your own head having the argument. And I won, which is, <laughs> which I guess I can't. I guess it is. No, it isn't. It could be. It's arguable. <laughs> I'm just going to put down this microphone and let you figure it out. It's <laughs> it's hard to talk to one of your influences. Can, yeah, we, just, yeah. can we be fair about this yeah, way? Yeah, okay. It's okay. hard. I understand. I'm just, I'll take it easy. I'll take it easy. <laughs> no, it's uh, drill me. It's fine. Well, All right, so, can, can we, again, set the scene? We're at the Paramount Hotel. Yes, Paramount Hotel, which is across from Hamilton, yeah, who was yeah. never a president, who never was on a, a form of money. And uh, we are in their restaurant, or yeah, a yeah, restaurant yeah. within the hotel. And, uh, Let's quiet it down a little bit. There was a little bit of a raucous party over there. Yes. But now it's good. Well, now they're focused. They want to hear this interview. Yeah, let's go. Let's start so, it. Let's, let's start. Okay. Oh, wait. Let me hit record here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Uh, do you think you've found your voice? 
in comedy oh, yet? That's a good question. You think you found you it think? after 30 some years? Let me ask. This you you want to ask it? This is Will, our intern here. Will. Will, Will let do me you th- ask you think. You listen to the album, obviously. Yes. Do you think over time I found a voice, or was, was it pretty much there at the beginning, or what do you think? It evolved. Definitely. It did. In yeah, what way? In what way? I mean, with the time, but with the times. obviously, my voice got scratchy yeah. and older. He, he's he's basically saying that the audio recording ca- capabilities have evolved <laughs> yes, through oh, those thirty right, years. Right. <laughs> no, I don't. That's a weird. I have no way of answering that. The, like, I don't. I I thought I was like pretty funny early on, and I think I've, I think my I might be a better writer now, but I don't think feel like I'm that different. Like, oh my God, he was doing these. You know, routines then and now we could never do anything like that. Well, like, I, I've always been like a clean comedian. Yeah. Basically. Well, I wouldn't say Although it's I necessi- do drop the F a little bit. I yeah. noticed that because when we put it up on iTunes, you have to say which tracks are explicit right. or not. And I'm like, I always thought of myself as a super clean guy. I was like, oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Well, you yeah. can be whatever you want at this point. Okay. You earned it. You Thank earned you. it, Wayne. Thank you. Uh, the reason I ask you that question, it's usually a cheesy question, but because you've literally done every form of comedy, it, uh, that's why I'm asking it. Because do you, do you feel satisfied as far as your approach to comedy, and then you just want to now be better at it? Or do you... Do you mean, is it, is it a never-ending thing for you to just... It is a, it is a never-ending quest. It is, I swear to God. It's a never-ending quest. I'm always looking for new, uh, always. And I know because on the album you're hearing kind of like me doing well for the most part. Mm-hmm. You hear me kind of working out some stuff right. on it. But for the most part, it's like, oh, these are punchlines and people mm-hmm. are enjoying it and this is a comedian doing well. But I'm telling you, there's a lot of times I'm not doing well to this day. And I feel like there's comedians that are like been doing it one-tenth the time I've been doing it. Three years, would that be them, right? Yeah, That would be, I'm that's, that's the correct the math. math. Thank that you, thank God. Um, <laughs> yeah, that are like just as strong as I am. Just like, if you were just went into a club, didn't know anything about me, or, oh, he's done this, or anything like that, and just we did sets back to, like I was just at UCB Sunset, that's their new thing. Yeah, it's the new and one. doing yep. a stand-up, and they're like young comedians, they're like, they're great. Do, they're is, great. That, is that discouraging or encouraging? No, it's thrilling yeah it's thrilling to me it's thrilling it's just like why do you think people can get better faster nowadays do you you think that's happening more often than not i do why do you think that is the access to good comedy at an earlier age on the tube of you sure yeah right that makes total sense you know you know tj miller of course i know tj really well yeah love that guy me too one of my one of my favorites what i Anytime a comedian is so, like, there's no way in a million years another comedian could do their bits. Like, those are the ones I'm usually drawn to. Mm-hmm. He's just phenomenal. But he said that as well. We were talking about it. He's like, I think they're, we're going to breed a generation of what he called super comedians. Where they're just, like, so advanced on what will work, what how to define your persona, how to, you know, what, whatever it goes into, as opposed to... so. I do, I do agree with that. So you're responsible for that, right? You're no, responsible for that, Wayne. I'm not responsible. You've influenced for... everybody, whether they know it or not. I think that's true. I think that's a fair statement. All right. Thank you for saying that. Well, Wayne, who else is on this list? T.J. Miller. Who else are you digging these days? Oh, that's a great question. Um, Nate Bargatze. Sure. Nate Bargatze is fantastic. Well, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Friends of the Laugh Button. Nate. He is? Yeah, sure. Oh. Um, 
as is TJ. Obviously, uh, Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you know. Bamford's sp- great. I was on her special. Yes, special, special, special. Yes, yeah. And uh, I don't know when I was watching her. I mean, I just, I just, I'm in awe of her perform. And she, she was like, you know, I'm thinking of doing this show at my house and maybe using piano would you be? yes like that's how fast <laughs> like i'm in what, piano. <laughs> so man what you need me to be anywhere near what you're doing i'm in but in a in a bigger sense in a big world sense like i know she was performing for her parents but in a way i feel like a lot of comedians are actually performing for their parents deep down yes trying to satisfy yeah, their parents to right? let them know it was like i didn't uh, take that desk job so please <laughs> yeah was that a good joke <laughs> was that a good joke okay, okay. <laughs> so when she did that i was like uh, oh yeah she's fantastic she's a great voice in so that's well. a great so original too original voice yeah, yeah. and Love i just her. did a show this is gonna sound name droppy with mm-hmm. pat noswald okay and he doesn't stop that yeah. guy is uh he's out of control <laughs> It's like the level of comedy he produces continually. Yeah. I'm stat I'm in awe. I mean, I'm nowhere near that. No, I'm I feel like I'm not even like that I was on the same show with him. He's very flattering mm-hmm. to me and stuff. But I just like watch I'm just thrilling. I'm thrilled. Well these people These are just off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I mean there's others as well, but Well these people you speak of, I mean, these yeah. are your peers but they also show much respect for you you know these people have nothing but nice things to say yeah, about that's you true. That's which true. is pretty cool well, right? I'm not a jerk yeah I'm, tr- I'm trying not to be a jerk I probably am <laughs> not really a threat to them did you ever burn a bridge have you ever burned a bridge is that uh, yes yes I have early there's, was it early on no it? no there's been a couple there's been a couple but as a rule because I you know look at his face I'm not like I'm not an angry guy yeah I don't have any of that um, for the most part I'm good but it is a very comforting face yeah, yeah. thank you thank yeah. you um, so yeah yeah once in a while I have a couple I would say I have a couple like enemies or or just like Whatever reason you don't get along or whatever. Or they don't get along with me. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, then that's on them, right? I don't know. If you're a nice guy and somebody to. doesn't like you, that's on them. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Or yeah. they see through the facade. <laughs> <laughs> right. What facade they're like, are you they're not buying, up? Right. They're not buying this Wayne, Mr. Oh, nice he's not guy. really playing yeah, the yeah, piano. Yeah, yeah. You know, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> sure. These are good questions. I've <laughs> <laughs> burned uh, any bridges. What... Uh, what came first, music or comedy? Or the love for one or the oh, other? I was way more into comedy than I was into music. Before you started playing music and yeah, And then versa. I started with the ukulele. Okay, yep. Did you hear that? Which you've electrified over the years. Okay, here's the craziest. You started that whole trend, right? I started the ukulele. Nobody was doing that, and now we have people making a living, a full-blown living. Full-blown living. Off being up on stage with a ukulele. Yeah. Sort of telling some jokes to some chords on a ukulele. Yeah. So this is because of you. I don't want to. You take, created an industry. I mini industry. I've actually played a couple ukulele festivals. Uh, this is true. They've, one one in England, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Oh, wow, oh my goodness. Right? Yes, yeah. So that was that was very surprising. Like of all the things, can we safely say? Oh no, you are to the ukulele. <laughs> what? What Steve Martin is to the banjo? Oh. No, no. But close, but close. Why not? Because I feel like Steve Martin reached a level of comedic 
of he- heights of comedic popularity that I've never reached. So I feel like a lot of people don't even know who I am. I get, for example, That's a shame. For example, when I did The Tonight Show, mm-hmm. like I, on Twitter. Which Who's is, this new guy? Literally, like, how, how do I, how have I never heard of this guy? I'm like, all right, what do I need to do? But not, I'm not talking about one, like many people. How I have not heard of this guy? I'm like, well, you've been know. in so, you've done so many things. It's true. I'm not trying to, uh, it's absolutely true. What's your, what's your, What's your troll two that may have deterred someone from knowing who you are? Like uh, troll two, uh, I don't know what that term uh, is. has gone down in history as possibly the worst movie ever made. Oh, troll like a, two. Yes, troll oh, two. Oh, I thought you literally thought you were talking about an internet troll two, oh, and no, that was no, a term. No. Yes, that everyone knows. No, your you're, troll. Who's your troll two? Um, what's I don't your... know that guy in Indiana. <laughs> I think his name is Ernie. He's my troll, too. It would be Ernie, wouldn't it? <laughs> Fucking Ernie. I'll say the F words. <laughs> Fucking Ernie. Fucking Ernie. He's my troll, too. And wherever I go, he shows up. Harassing okay. you. He's always got a sign, some sort of sign. Thing. You're a fraud. <laughs> he, too, not on board with this piano facade that you're... In fact, you bring he was out the, one the piano. To why it. would you not play the piano? Yeah, why, why would you, you bring do it up that? Like two chords and walk away from Dick it? Dick move, Wayne. Dick, Dick move. move. That's my troll, too. That's your there. troll, too. So... <laughs> what, okay, I do know the movie. Troll too. Yeah. Um, so... In your laundry list of credits, what's your what's the one that's like, wow, I really wish that wasn't in existence, but it well, is. wasn't. Yeah. Oh, you want the opposite. Okay. The thing that I'm... Oh! This is going to hurt me to say. This is really going to hurt me. I'm, I, I lost on Star Search. Do you know that show? Of Are course. Are you familiar with Star Search? Ed McMahon, Star Search. Yeah, it was a, it was like it was like competition show. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a competition show well, like uh, uh, all uh, the you know these competition shows they have now, like American Idol, blah blah blah. But you could do anything you want on the show. There was yeah. they, they had comedians, they had yeah. actors, spokespeople, sure. spokesmodels, persons. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that models. was tough. Just walking out and saying, no, "Am I hot enough?" Is no, spokesmodel, not just modeling. <laughs> spokesmodels. Uh, round two. Everybody, <laughs> round two. <laughs> All right, so you lost on Star. So Switch. that was that was a humiliation. Who was in the lineup with you? That was, we only went up against one guy, this guy okay. Tim Rose, who doesn't even do stand up. Of course he like, does. Not it. Right. of course he does it. it was His like, mission in life: <laughs> crush your soul and get, get out. out. Literally <laughs> killing get out. Get this guy <laughs> killing get out. He still talks about it you to know, this it day. It's funny that you're bringing it up because it's actually now because it was something I never talked about. Because I was so humiliated by it, and I think, like, that's my vulnerability. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't want to be humiliated, right? You know. And well, I, you wanted it, you, you, you set out to achieve it, and somebody took it away, and then yeah. that hurts any artist. You know, it does. Why do, and but, so many of my other peers would do Star Search, this competition show, well, and be like, oh, it was a joke. They didn't care. You know what I mean? Right. It was like, I don't know why I didn't have, why it was important. I think it was important that I won at least one round and then we go up. Like, that's all I cared mm. about. So when that didn't happen, I was like, yeah, that was tough. Do you, the bigger question, do you still uh, own the footage? Yeah, 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 yeah. When's the last time you watched it? Well, when I went to, I hadn't, I like did not watch it at all for decades. 
But uh, when I went to put together the Chronicles of Fetterman, which you're familiar with, yes. um, I was like, all right, let me take a look at this set and uh, watch, you know, and watch. I could, I still can't watch the whole thing, but. Yeah, it exists. Stuff. It exists. It all right, exists. so uh, guys, put the TV away. That We were going to wheel it out here. <laughs> we were going we to show you a reenactment of Will here actually performing <laughs> word for word <laughs> that performance. Um, okay, so so if that's the worst thing that I know, bothers it doesn't you, say, but I'm sensitive. Wayne, I'm a sensitive guy. I, all, you know, all artists are. Yeah, yeah. You know? okay. I You're mean, saying don't own that is like that's a yeah much worse <laughs> things can happen and exist than hey guys I lost on star search sorry i was on it you know what i mean think of all the people that didn't even get to i be know on it. i agree with you. you you're actually helping me recover from this good you're helping good. me recover i'm, glad I'm doing something right today no it is good <laughs> it is. that's one that's yeah. one nice all right so uh back to fallon Oh, if we yeah, can, love it. Where did your relationship start with Fallon? Like, uh, how did you land this gig? Because that's a, that's a prestigious gig to, to this is, be I'm one of the headwriters. All right, I'll do this. I actually, when I was playing colleges in the nineties, mm-hmm. like, like NACA style, is this the old? Yes, NACA? totally. Okay. Yeah, I was doing NACA, which is the National Association of Campus Activities, mm-hmm. I believe, and they have these conventions, and the regional and the national. And you go and you perform with all these other comedians and music acts, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> they book you. But you literally have like a booth, like a convention. I don't know if you'd like where your agent right. is, and you sit there, and they walk by, and they point at you, and yeah. they sign you up, right? Yeah, they sign, it's <laughs> it's a mess. It's, I've done that before. I've you been have there. okay, I've performed okay, there. okay, yeah. okay. So it's a weird thing. It is. It, it would actually make an interesting documentary if now that I think of think about it. But um, but. I had, because, you know, we were talking earlier about that I've done a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like, my strategy was instead of playing comedy clubs for a week for a Tuesday through Sunday or a Wednesday through Sunday, <laughs> that I would try to play colleges on weekends, leaving myself open to get cast in things like a different world. <laughs> great. A different world. Great sitcom. Great sure. sitcom. <laughs> By the way, we were talking about religion. I've done two. They're called black sitcoms. I don't know if they're called African-American now. Oh, I thought you said I've done two religions. No, I've, I've done, done two. Judaism. No, I've done Judaism. <laughs> I've also done. <laughs> and I did a little. Yeah. I dabbled for a day or two. <laughs> uh, so. So done, two, two black. black. Yeah, uh, I did a different comes, world okay. and living single. I had like living a recurring single. role. Okay. Are you familiar with this? Will's learning it. a lot. See, I love great. intern Will no, is learning a Will lot is today. Like, this is great. No, no, it's it's great. It's Going great. to comedy college today. It's Will. great. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, both shows mm-hmm. before the tapings, prayer sh- circle. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Both shows. So did you get in on that? Prayer yeah, circle? yeah. They yeah. were like, uh, "Let now, the Jew in." Now is it? Now <laughs> is a is a prayer circle on a TV show like an all hands in type no, of thing? No, no. Okay, that's great. A, you mean like a football team? Yeah, like yeah, a football yeah, team or a basketball the, team. Like okay, on the count of three, yeah, we're all gonna pray. One, two, three. <laughs> the Lord Jesus, thank you for giving us no. this opportunity. Okay. No hand holding circle, ah. head bowed. Yeah. We candles uh, lit. Thank sure. for the opportunity to. Bask in your glory. Whatever. I don't remember the words. To provide laughs for those You're who can't provide them for themselves. <laughs> you know, we walk through the valley. Um, so, <laughs> but it was interesting. Never before. 
never since, but on both of those shows, that was the common denominator. Wow. Well, what do you think about that? So you've done two prayer circles in your I've life. Done two, You're a vet. You're a veteran. Two prayer circles. And uh, yeah, there was no prayer circles when I did Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, I was going to say, no, no prayer circle on New Girl, no prayer circle on any of the other shows you've tapped into. Or films, any any prayer circles no, on films? This is it. 40-year-old virgin, no prayer circle? Shockingly, no. <laughs> I'm like, guys, let's get together. <laughs> Seth, where are you? What? <laughs> I'm always trying to get a prayer circle. I'm just going. picturing Dwayne Wayne right now with the glasses, the flipped up hat, like leading the prayer circle. <laughs> oh, Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> so, One of the best character names ever, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so I, I wonder if they include that on the bonus footage of season two no, or whatever you were on. Uh, it was interesting. So. So what was your what was your question? Was it about Fallon? It was about your relationship with Fallon, how it began. Oh yeah, and how NACA. you wind up okay. with this great gig, and then we yeah we yeah, yeah, wound yeah. up in NACA. So real quickly, so I this was, is a spider web of an interview. Yeah, I mean, there's too many directions yeah, to go yeah, in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're You're talking we're, about a spider web who doesn't have. It's not even fully. What's the word for it? Like fully uh, spun when it's fully. Ba- when it's balanced. You know, like I feel like, Even? Spider, yeah, like, like a spider web is on mescaline or something. Like okay. it's just it's all over the place. <laughs> so, um, so I met Fallon. <clears throat> Sorry, I did a a college gig. Okay, and I met him before he came to California. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, he was doing like I came. I did a club after the after the gig, mm-hmm. and then so I met him then. Then he came out there. We're friendly. We weren't super close. Mm-hmm. You know, he was doing Groundlings and stuff like that. So this is pre-SNL. Pre-SNL. Is, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Groundlings, by the way, a fantastic institution that yeah, has yeah. produced the aforementioned Will Ferrell that yes, uh, you're starring yeah. in the new movie, The House. Right? Yes, yeah. So um, so he's like, this. Here's a, remember we were talking about young comedians and yes. like, you don't have to, like I had been doing comedy 20-some years. Fallon comes along. Like killing, we killing it. Right, like every show we do, we do at the improv. Mm-hmm. We, I go up, do my thing. He go up, do his thing. And was he depression. doing his troll doll? Bit? Doing the troll doll. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Doing the troll doll. People, you'd walk off and you'd just see eight people gathering him around him, <laughs> offering him things, and I'm just standing watching. All right, all right, that's <laughs> interesting. So he goes. He, of course, he gets SNL. Mm-hmm. And uh, d- does great on SNL. And then he finally does the film career, which is what, what, whatever. Didn't quite. Everyone right. thought he was going to be a huge film star. Didn't take off as people. Yeah. I will say this. And I'm, I don't I care guess if I, this is a movie you love. Yes. Is it? It's not the cab one, is it? No, no, no. It's, it's Fever Pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone I love Fever Pitch, That's a Fairly Brothers movie, yes. right? Yeah, love yeah. Fairly Brothers. Yeah. And uh, very underrated, man. Yeah, Flew yeah. under the radar. And great under, yeah. And, and romantic. And some, yeah, and some very, uh, uh, some unique magic happened because they were, they wrote the movie as if the Red Sox were going to lose, oh, yeah. which they always do. And they won the World <laughs> Series. Know. And they had to change the ending and all this stuff. They were on the field. Yeah, they ran yeah. out on the field. It was nuts. <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, so Lauren hire or NBC and Lauren hire him to do this late night thing, and mm-hmm. they're like, to prepare, let's get him. He wants to go back on the road, right? And Lauren's like, get smart. back on the road, so you can be as a host, fast, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't have he doesn't want to do his old act. He has like maybe eight to ten minutes of new stuff. So he's like, Wayne, would you like to go out on the road with me? I'll open for you. Yes. 
And then during the day, we'll help we'll write, you know, because you're a funny guy, and we'll try to, like, beef up my act a little bit. I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be Wayne Fetterman with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah. No Featuring... one's going to go see Wayne Fetterman, but we're going to get a lot of people to come to these shows. <laughs> I can I can hear Ernie right now. Nice try, buddy. <laughs> right. Co-tailing yeah. it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're headlining. Sure. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so Troll 2 is with us the whole yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's what happened. So if, so so we start touring mm-hmm. and like do plain improvs and he would come off stage and then during the day we would write stuff together and he's he's the easiest guy in the world yeah. to write for. It seems that way. I mean, he's, he's so nice. With talent. Yeah. Yeah. He's loaded with talent. He can do act outs, you know, <laughs> impressions, sing. Yeah, plays music as well. Yeah, yeah he's charming, super charming. Mm-hmm. So, um, so after, I don't know how long would you say, Will? Maybe three <laughs> Three months. Will, we forgot to mention intern Will is also the official historian of Wayne Fetterman. Yeah, Will doesn't know television before 2006. <laughs> but, but he does know every bit you've ever performed on stage. He actually provided most of the footage that can be found on Chronicles of Fetterman. Those are his He's an recordings. archivist. Oh, my. So, uh... So what happened? Okay, so after about three months, All right. he gets about thirty minutes of material. I'm okay, like, so you beefed it up pretty. Yeah, it's yeah, It's a five hundred percent increase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a lot of math on this yeah, podcast. Yeah. So it was like I said, we should switch. Like, let's go back to the normal. Let's let Cinderella go back. It's midnight. I'll mm-hmm. be back. I'll be an opening act, <laughs> and then, so then we were touring, and he was headlining. <clears throat> and then at one point in Chicago, he's like, you know, I'm doing this show. I don't know what I'm doing. I've never hosted a show before in my life. Would you like to help run run the monologue room? And I was like, I'll do it for a year. I'll help you launch it. He goes, you know, just because he trusted my, that I knew his sensibility. Right, and his voice. And his, his voice, yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. So that's how I got the gig. That's It's gr- not oh, like I submitted a, a packet. Right. Or a package. Sure. I don't know what's the correct wga term i don't know all i know is you probably don't ever have to submit one of those ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah yeah uh me on the other hand still right. working on that package to just so trying to beef that up myself so yeah, yeah. taking some right. sketch writing broad classes city. I'm as submitting we speak this to broad city i'm submitting this to- <laughs> i got a lot of spec scripts right in my apartment right now. Nikki Glazer show yeah. might need some. Writing. Yeah, heard she's doing a thing in 2018. <laughs> I want to get in front of it. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. So that's right. what. So that's what happened. Well, Crazy, great huh? Relations. So, so was it hard to eventually leave the show? Is no, like doing no, it? That's, it was hard for me to get up every day. Yeah, you you knew what you wanted to do with it, and you got yeah, out. Yeah, when yeah, it was yeah, done. yeah, okay. yeah. And th- at the end of the year, they weren't like begging me to stay. I was anyway. going to ask you, were they trying to? No, 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 no. It wasn't like, hey, well, W. Salary. You're like, like, oh, it's only November. We're good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, all right, all right I'll okay. get out of here. <laughs> I get the vibe, but it was it was fun. And just going back the I was other just day, saying, just going back the other day must have felt was, good. It yeah, was really cool. good. Yeah. I actually went a day earlier just to kind of soak it up, soak it up, all right. get the thing, and then I concentrate on the set the next day. <laughs> okay. I know that was my strategy. Nice. Now, is it is it hard for you to pick what's actually you know with 30 years of mm-hmm. material? Is it hard to pick ultimately what's going to go in these performances because um no i try i'm usually trying to do new stuff yeah like 
So it, again, what we like, saw and found is is some of that's it's sort on of the, the no. That's sort of the best of the last few years, right? Is right. what that was. Okay, that was not like oh the new breaking. There was nothing really that wasn't tried and true mm -hmm. stuff, but like like I said, I did the uh, UCB sunset mm -hmm. like a couple nights later, and I did. There's a joke I'm doing about my name, the letter W. I mean, I do already do a joke about my name, Wayne, but mm -hmm. the letter yeah, that, that's W. Yeah, that's a great joke. That stuff. I do a Cosby joke. You know, just stupid. Yeah. That kind of stuff. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, Largo, which is uh, sort of turned into like a home base for you, would you say? Yeah, I would say? say Largo and the Improv are yeah. my two, yeah. So those are your two spots. And I feel like Largo, let's talk about Largo specifically, because when I would travel out to L.A. in the 90s, I feel like the alt scene was sort of really, really starting to ignite and become a thing. And it's actually yeah. could sort of be classified as a movement or whatever. And uh, and it's now become easier for people that sort of fit that bill, bill that struggled to find places to perform. Now people are begging for these people, you know, to come perform. And they're they're the main characters in all the sitcoms on TV now, it seems like. And they're the ones writing all the movies now that we're seeing in theaters. And, you know, I don't want to say it's become the mainstream, but they are the fabric of comedy today, I feel like. Right? Is that a good no way question. to put it? I don't know if they're I mean, the fabric, but they're woven in the yeah, fabric. Yeah, yeah, they're woven into the fabric. To use your metaphor. Yeah, sure. No question. No question. But that's... that's any, is that just how it works? That's or the way it works. Yeah. That's the way show business works for years. Like something new comes along. There's a book my friend Cliff Nesteroff wrote. Yes. Are you familiar with it? Sure. We just went to the show. He, intern Will here went to the show last night. Oh, you saw the thing? With, yeah. yeah, you saw it last night. How was it? That was great. Yeah, it was oh. awesome. They were doing uh, bits from like Triumph, the insult comic like that never seen before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. And him and Conan like wrote some stuff that never aired. It yeah, was, yeah. It was great. Oh, good. So, anyway, Cliff wrote this amazing book about stand-up. Comedians, and, right? But it's called The Comedians. Yep. And, but it's, the recurring theme is, like, there's a traditional thing, and then somebody comes along and does it a little differently, and then that becomes the mm -hmm. main. So that's That's where the animal farm of the situation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you want to quote George Orwell, uh, you can. I, I did. I can't yeah. take it back. Right. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> Thank. That's a fact now. Well, yeah, it's it totally happened. <laughs> it's but a fact. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I, well, seeing it develop, like, could you feel that that was happening? Like, when oh, you, it was when a you, for real thing. It yeah. was a for real thing, but it was small. It was small, but because right. uh, I, I, I enjoyed. Was, seeing... Let me just say, there was when I was starting out in like the eighties. When was your first? When did you first step on the stage? What does, Do you remember the date? You can't remember the date. Well, this is a good question. Because what do you are you counting? I did ventriloquism in high school. Right. I performed at the senior prom uh, with Buford. Okay, to differentiate the two, the first yeah. time you got paid versus the first time you went on stage. All right, because I guess technically you're well. I did get paid getting... once for a ventriloquism gig. So I would count that then. So that was in high school. Well, all right. Let's let's rewind a little more. Oh, I wow. played drums. Okay. In a band, a band, two of us, keyboard player and myself. Keyboard and drums. That's, that's it. it. The original White Stripes. <laughs> again, I'm going to take credit for that. new ground yet again. <laughs> right? Somehow, some little eight-year-old in uh, Ohio. or Oh, they're not from Ohio. I was thinking of uh, Black Keys. Yeah, Black Keys. Oh, get the Black Keys from, from and the Akron, White Ohio, Stripes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway. So, I got paid for that. Does that count? Sure. It's got to. You got paid. Technically, you would have had to report that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's also child so, labor. 
you yeah. know, we're so, falling into. Let's not talk about this anymore. <laughs> we're going right, to get somebody in like, trouble. Yeah, IRS come to town. <laughs> uh, well, how much did you get paid for that? I think we got $50. Okay, 50 bucks with inflation. Yeah. That comes out to right that 230 of change yeah, it would okay. be two, probably 300 bucks that's or something decent like pay that. yeah. how many songs did you play we did the wedding march whatever that thing yeah. you know here comes the bride dun, we did that dun, 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 that okay yeah, yeah. Uh, i don't remember the drum part of that i think it was rolls i was doing <laughs> <laughs> just some classic marching band yeah, yeah, yeah. scenario okay. um and then uh and that was it. And then bucks? no, no, we did yeah. some dance songs. Okay. But we there was no vocals. It was all just like kind of instrumental stuff. Wow. So wedding band Wayne. Yeah. So that was the first. Okay. That was my first paying gig. So and when did when did comedy slide in there? How, how old well, were you? Well, I was doing you? stand. I was doing ventriloquism in high school. As mm-hmm. I said, I yep. performed. Buford was my dummy, and I performed mm-hmm. at. There's a little cut of it. Yeah, on, there is a cut yeah, on the yeah. on the album. And uh, <laughs> so I did that. Didn't get paid for any of that, but that was just for experience you still have Buford he still he still exists I don't we retired yeah we're, we broke up actually <laughs> so he got half your stuff at the time so where's he yeah there was paying alimony what's your what's he, your situation broke, I gave he I, he I gave him the act okay and we just called it a day we <laughs> called it a day but it's pretty acrimonious and if you want to talk to him go ahead if you can track him <laughs> he's down. like I want the act <laughs> And uh, our copy of Tron on VHS. <laughs> and I'm out of here. I'll never see you again. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, I don't know. I don't okay. I, I don't really. That's a great. So, would you count that the first time you get paid? Yeah, yeah, I think, right? Because that's technically when you're a professional. I don't know. I know. I count, like, when I audition. I mean, you know, like, people passed, do open mics for I no count, money. I count, like, but... when I passed at the comic strip. Okay, that's a good. Was, okay. Yeah, when they were like, you can hang out here and perform mm-hmm. late at night. Um, That's when you felt like you were officially, you were part of the family. That was 82. 82. Yeah. It's a good year, speaking of Toronto. 1982, weird. Yeah, but here's the crazy thing. There was, you know, we're talking about like little pockets of comedy. Mm -hmm. There were comedy fans. This is like comedy boom. This is early Mm -hmm. 80s comedy boom. That would just come in at the end of the night, just wanted to see that part of comedy. Oh, weren't weird. interested in seeing Paul Reiser and all mm-hmm. of, and Larry Miller and all of these guys kill mm-hmm. earlier on. They were like, "We've seen this. We want to see like the hangout." Yeah, late at night. What's going on here? It's two o'clock. Where there's five of us here in the club. Who's going up? How are they attacking it? They were just like late night comedy fans. Like, think about that. That's, oh, it's intense. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. very specific. They've waited a long time to have that channel on TV, and I think it's about time we make that happen for them. Oh, right, like just working out Just stuff. cameras are on, and uh, yeah. yeah, and that's so, it, late night. I, I remember those late guys that would come in, and they were like, yeah, we don't want to see like guys killing. That's it was so interesting weird. to me. So did you have conversations with any of these people? Like, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, were they, they were bizarre real, people, they were, or were they? No, they're just c- super comedy fans. Yeah. And don't forget, there was no c- real comedy clubs for a long time. Right. So this was a place where you could sit for and buy one drink mm-hmm. and watch three hours of comedy and watch, you know. Yeah. So it was it was pretty thrilling. It was pretty thrilling. What's the uh, What's the best piece of comedy? memorabilia you have in your collection whether it's from your own career oh, path geez. or you from mean, are you talking somebody about else footage it could be anything it could be well uh 
it doesn't have to be specific to you. It could be, I have a record from blah, 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 and I cherish this this thing. It's the one thing I got to have, you know, from my favorite oh, all-time I comic. See, I see. Or I got Stephen Wright's jacket from no, 1986. No, I mean, I do. Whatever. This is weird because... Uh, it's good. It's just gonna sound too named. All right, it's uh, you can be. It's okay. You, 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 but I've known. I'm Judd. asking. I've that. known Judd for a long Judd time. Judd Apatow. Yeah, okay. I met him when he was in college. doing stand up. Yeah, before he was oh, doing pre stand up. Okay, pre stand pre Paul Feig relationship. Must yeah. be way before that. Way right. before. Okay. Way before that. Um, he was in college. Mm-hmm. This is and booked me at USC. Like he was, you know. But he used to collect like we used to collect videotapes specifically of. Albert Brooks. Oh, wow. So we had some very rare early Albert Brooks stuff that I I kind of cherish a little bit. Sure, and you still have it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I assume yeah, those some are... Some Tonight Shows of his wow. from the 70s and stuff like that was really hard to find. That's but cool. But he was really into it. And then he, he often, like sometimes in interviews, he talks about, you know, being a fan mm-hmm. or, you know, and talking about... Do those oh, early interviews with a kid and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I would say that. that okay. Like off the top of my... Off the top of my head. That's a good comedy artifact to have. Yeah, sure. yeah. Several artifacts. Because yeah. he was such a unique comedian because mm-hmm. he would do stuff on The Tonight Show that you couldn't rehearse. You couldn't figure. Like the set I did, like those are bits that are like. In the oh, moment. Those are great bits. Those are like, I knew what's going to happen. He did a bit about running out of material. Like I'm on The Tonight Show. I'm out. <laughs> I'm he goes and he goes. He goes. I'm out. So great. And then it's he goes. So he goes. Brilliant. He goes. Just for those comedians out there, listen. When you're down to your last twenty percent, you're as good as done. <laughs> like he would. Just, <laughs> so and then he would go. I could do this, and then he would do something. So you couldn't really work on that bit because it All was right. a bit about being on the Tonight Show <sighs> and being out of material. Some yeah, yes. I I, I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. I mean, that's what drew me to comedy personally. When it is, did. is the, like the. When I first saw the end of Holy Grail and they just get arrested mm. and that's the end of thing, yeah. like those absurdist, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it takes you way out of context and it's just, it, it almost doesn't have anything to do with what, what was going on. That on top of the original Muppet movie where, really? where, where they meet the band yeah, and yeah, they go, yeah. what are you guys doing? Because they were rehearsing in like a barn or something. Uh-huh. It was like off off the beaten path. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, Dr. Teeth, uh, one of the band members is like, well, what are you guys doing here? And then, right. and then, like Fozzie pulls out like the script, and it says, "Well, right here, in the script, uh, yeah, it yeah, says yeah. we're supposed to be in this barn, and we meet up with the, ba- you yeah. know what I mean?" And it's just of course, so, of course. I'm like, oh, I love that, and that's just what drew me to comedy personally. That, that's interesting. Those specific moments, movie. yeah, yeah. What yeah. about you? What what really sucked you into comedy? Well, what drew me to comedy? Yeah, like what really sucked you in? Like when, uh, if if I can even be nerdy, or if I can be one of those guys that stayed for the late yeah, night, yeah. When did you realize something was funny? Like and, oh and you knew. Do, do you want to be that dorky about it? I don't know. That's a good question. Do you remember when something was actually funny and you're like, well, oh, actually, okay, that's a, a joke, you, and I, there's I like There's actually a funny joke that I enjoyed as a kid. That only a few. I felt like the sophisticated kids. This is like third grade or something like that. Just a joke, and here it is. Okay. Okay. This just a little insight into third my, grade Wayne Fetterman. Yeah. I used to go. Okay, I have a question for you. What What do you get when you mix? Nestle's milk chocolate, crisped rice, and cement together into one candy bar. What, what do you get? Uh, Nestle's Crunch. <laughs> wait, wait. And then they're, I know you're laughing, but go ahead and ask me, why is there cement in a Nestle's Crunch? Why is there cement? Why could there possibly be cement in a Nestle's Crunch? Right? I, I just put that in to make it harder. 
<laughs> Not only to make the candy bar harder, it makes the joke harder. <laughs> so it's, I loved that because it would take a, people would be like, "You know some man?" I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I lo- Have I you ever it. heard that? No. <laughs> But I love it so much. I love it so much. Oh my so God, you much. just, you spawned this memory I haven't thought of in 25 years. There right. was this kid I went to school, his name is Jason. Yeah. He used to say random shit right. like that. Like I would say, I'd be in class, I'd be like, oh, what time's this period end? And he'd be like, time for you to get a watch. And you're like, that's clearly not the right bunch. <laughs> right, right, right. But it does have you know, something yeah, to do with time. Logic, and I'm just like, yeah. I love you, man. I love you. That's a yeah. logic. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, so uh, I haven't thought about that, but that was like the kind of joke. Uh, you know, most people are like, why did they, you know, you yeah. throw the clock out the window to watch time fly? Yeah, like, yeah. those I got immediately. <laughs> sure. But that one it always stuck with me. Like, oh, that's kind of a funny joke. Okay, so what what set you off? What, was there a comedian or a particular comedy film that, that you, that said, that made you say, I got to do this. This has to be a part of what I do. Um, well, I was a funny kid, and yeah. I liked being, like, I liked attention, because mm-hmm. obviously, for whatever reasons, we were not yeah. a number of reasons. <laughs> I, I like that attention, and I, I don't know. It's like like teachers actually. Like I was into comedy. I was yeah. like I was into those comedy records and Pryor and Carlin. All those guys were big, but I was I was like a nerd back then. I was really into radio comedians, oh, okay. like from the 30s and 40s. So sure. like those guys, I was like Stan I, Freeberg. No, before before, before yeah. like Jack Benny, oh, and okay. Fred Allen, and the, all of those guys, Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, who okay. obviously had the greatest job in show business, which was he was a ventriloquist on the radio. Yeah, great gig. Like a juggler on the radio. <laughs> great like, gig. Uh, well, how did he get this gig? <laughs> <laughs> same, same way that guy who invented the pet rock made his dreams come true, right? Right. It's just <laughs> watch this, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lines around the block. Yeah, I know. <laughs> show business. So I was I was into that. So um, and then we had comedy albums, and I, I, I just it was like it was starting to go on come on television. I didn't know there yeah. was like stand up comedians. I was just into it. Oh, just always so cool. into it. And then teachers were like, "You should try this," and so I was like, "Yeah, I, I think I do want to try this." And you did. I did it. And, and you're now still look trying it. You're still. I'm still. <laughs> I know that's. I know it sounds like I'm being like falsely humble. Yeah. I promise I'm not. If you like saw me do sets around, you would be like, "Oh yeah, he's still like but, figuring but, it out." But that tells me, but that tells me an important thing about you that you're still trying to challenge yourself and you're not settling, right? You're not oh. just saying, "Hey, this works. I know people are gonna laugh at this. I'll just do this and then try to improve on that." You're like, "No, I'm gonna try this thing that I don't know what the hell is gonna happen." Well, thank you. That's I a think nice... that's that's a scary thing to do. I mean, it's hard enough to do stand up or perform or be yeah. an artist and be so vulnerable, but then to yeah. take it a step further or get further, judged on Star Search. <laughs> well, we saw We're how you strangers. took that. We we found out oh how you God, took that. Did Wayne. not take it well. <laughs> did not take it well. Okay, let's let's turn another negative into a positive. Can we do yes. this? What's what's a? <laughs> how many negatives do you have about me? None. There are zero. <laughs> We've already done. But the, the like way a booklet over the, there. the way you react to certain things, maybe this is a fair question. What's an audition you're you're glad, however many years later you didn't get? Like you went out for something, and at the time, like Star Search, you were you were crushed. You were just like, come on! It literally says here, on on the sides, Wayne Fetterman type. 
Um, and I'm not getting the part, no. you know, and you're just, but then no, it's interesting. I'm just thinking about the star search thing for one more second. It's just like the idea, just even the you name, let it, even the name <laughs> of it, kidding. even the name yeah. of it is funny to me. Now that I'm thinking star about search. it, it's like, we're, what are we doing here? We're on a search. What are we looking for? Stars. This guy, not, <laughs> which almost, you <in> know, <laughs> what's the mission statement of this show? We are on a world. To ruin the lives of everybody but one. Fine. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, I, I, I don't. I can't think of one. I mean, do you? It, I can't think of one. I that's. I yeah. know. I mean, I can make fun of the question, obviously. Sure. But, uh, sure. I'm not. I can't think of one where I was like, "Oh, I'm glad I didn't get that." Hmm. No. Okay. No. 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 We can delete it from the. Yeah. Delete that. Yeah. Delete it. Yeah. It's been deleted. What you do is you just highlight that area, yeah. hit delete, and then it automatically. Pushes together the other two. Oh, so I was I was just gonna use that. <laughs> oh, over the. the okay. <laughs> oh my God! What did they say? I need that footage. I, I, need, I got it. What's the footage? Yeah, Fetterman Chronicles three. Thirty years from now, for my my interview chronicles. Yes. You know, I'm gonna unveil what was behind the the tone. <laughs> what a shitty. Qu- I waited thirty years for that. <laughs> All right, Wayne. Um, Thank you for the time. I mean, this I has can, been great. This I can ask great. you questions for days. And, and you, right. Like I said, you've you've done way too much stuff to even cover any of it. But um, at this point, yes. if we were to stop right here, what's been the most rewarding thing for you that most people don't ever bring up or, or take into account? Because is this too no, these are Charlie Rose for you? It is, is great. It is great. It's be, great. Because they're they're the, the obvious, you know, credits, but there's yes, gotta be the something that's, ones, yeah. that's changed maybe changed your career path that no one really knows was pivotal for you, or just it personally meant more than any of the others that people never talk about. Uh I I'm just listening to the song. Yeah, the <laughs> You're like, did I play drums on that? Was that me? Did I? I mean, yeah. I I don't know. Let me think about that. Okay. Let me think about. It. Can I send you? A, yeah, sure. I'm gonna send you a, like an email version of that because you're saying something that I'm like that I just yeah. You're loved. just you're proud of. Yeah, you're like, man, I did that, and no one ever, you know, because I used to ask people from yeah. time to time, you know, what's what's the one question you always want somebody to ask you and they never yeah. did because. You know, you, they just want to talk about it for whatever reason. Well, yeah. I'm just watching your. You do the uh, two finger on the. Okay. Sometimes I do the thumb, just thumb only. <coughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, this is good. I'm gonna go back and listen to you critique my. Let me think. Interviewing let me, position. Um, let me think. Something in my career. Yeah, just what are you most proud of? Maybe, maybe we could just say that. What do you? What do you? I'll most tell you proud what of? I'm most proud of. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Outside of the the big like curb and stuff yeah. like that, where I felt like, like huge oh, credits, Those huge, are great. huge, yeah. huge, yeah. huge, was the um, and this. It, I don't know. This is going to sound way too self-serving, but just the sur- I'm asking you the survival, the survival part of it, just like through the '80s, the boom, mm-hmm. the bust, the thing, the alternative, the thing that I always like was working on a on a level where I'm not like oh ashamed of right yeah. and this is still your career you're still yeah, making yeah, money yeah, you're, yeah. you're able to survive and I do feel like I'm still getting going yeah. I know I'm like obviously crawling to the finish line or whatever the metaphor is why are you saying that I don't know you're, I don't know just what I'm saying. I'm, no I know I know I know I know I know I'm just, just I'm naturally self-deprecating yeah, yeah. that's and, just and my that's fair yeah that's my yeah. just my sure uh 
But yeah, I would say that is like if I step back and even when I was listening, like putting together, I'm like, oh, this stuff's pretty good all the way through this, mm-hmm. you know. And obviously not a star. We know that. <laughs> we know that. How, but do you, how do you gauge that? Because in the comedy universe, yeah. Wayne, you are. Let's be honest. Let's be fair. No, I don't even think you're so. You're a star in the field that your career exists in. All right. Now I feel like this is now I feel like. Uh, no, no I, I'm telling you that because you need to hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, this is what I feel like. I feel like, it, yeah, like it's been a fun like journey. I don't. This sounds stupid. Maybe you should re- get rid okay, of this. Okay. Maybe okay. you should get rid of this because this just sounds stupid. All right, Wayne. Thank you so much for the right, time. You're welcome. We're going to shake hands, I, or did enjoy, we? Enjoy <laughs> it. Well, nice meeting you. Um, nice yeah, answer. we'll have to do this again because I'd love I would to, love to pick your brain about so much more stuff. You know, just as far I as I feel uh, like you know more about me than I like, don't say that because then that makes me feel weird because I don't. I don't know more stuff about you than you know. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. I, how could you? But could but you? We, we really appreciate the time here on the laugh button, and uh, congrats on the new album and that, that finally the first, getting the debut, out there. The debut, the it, debut. It's it's crazy, and uh, I I love talking to people about it. And there's so much on there, so much to dissect, and we really get to hear you grow up. Yeah, uh, you know, it's true. I'm sure it was weird to reflect on it, right? It was. There was. Mo- so Wayne, what did you learn about yourself? <laughs> 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 All right, Wayne. Good to meet you, man. Okay, later. cheers. All right, huge thank you to Wayne Fetterman for taking the time to join us while he was here in New York City. He's LA-based. Awesome, uh, awesome but dude. We, look, we we were supposed to go 15 minutes, Yeah. and it turned into a best friends forever scenario. Yeah. I love that guy. BFFs, dude. I could pick his brain till the cows come home, well, and yeah. uh, afterwards he was like... Did you interview my whole family before you interviewed me? Because you know more about me than I know about me. And I was like, no, you're just an awesome dude, and you've done some cool shit. So. It was funny too, because like I actually ran into Wayne and you actually yeah. at, at at an event after the tape the podcast that that day, and you know you both were just like, oh, this is awesome. Blah, yeah, blah, he blah. yeah he pulled me over. He's like, he was like, he's we like, got to take pictures in front of the step repeat. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you're friends with him, then you're friends with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's a cool dude. What a good dude. All right, so uh, some some news. Look, it's the top of the year. TV's back. Yeah, there's a boat load of specials that are going to be coming out we got whitney cummins coming to hbo uh judd apatow's new show for netflix called love's going to be coming up mm-hmm. chelsea uh chelsea handler's got her new series chelsea does dot 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 um this first episode it's kind of like a docu-series that's coming yeah, to netflix it's, it's, it's kind of it's a little bit of a dirty jobs yeah, kind of vibe sort where it's of. like oh hey there's a new job this year it's not obviously they're not all dirty jobs mm-hmm. but it's like a hey there's a new job and uh we're gonna go do some stuff tom segura has got a brand new special Dude. on netflix you lo- I love that guy. I love that guy too. Yeah, he's, he's great. Absolutely but hilarious. CISO launches this week. Yep, CISO launched. And with that, Rory uh Rory Scovel's Rory new Scovel's special is gonna be on CISO. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's Look, new- it's TV time. I know. It's TV time. Well, TV on the side, like Chris Gethard's show. Yep. Fusion picked it up for another season. They ex- they doubled the episode's length from a half hour to an hour. And they picked them up for, I think- Ten episodes. Ten episodes. Ten, ten so episodes. That's going on there, too. Crazy stuff. Uh, Zach Galifianakis' new show starts soon. Yeah, FX. Baskets, Baskets on, on FX. FX and uh, look, just go to laughbutton.com. We've new got all the information. We're picked. It's all TV. Should we talk about them? Do you want to talk about? We could just name them. I don't think we have to talk Kylo about Kylo Ren. Yeah, Kylo and Ren. The most recent loser, aka of the Adam most, Driver, yeah. and the most recent loser of the most recent <laughs> MMA UFC fight, female uh, Ronda Rousey. Yes. Yeah, buddy. And uh, and the musical guests will be Chris Stapleton and Selena Gomez, respectively, mm-hmm. to the aforementioned SNL hosts. And uh, look, it's all up on the laughbutton.com. We got a bunch of new trailers for you there as well. So much. 
It's just 2016 is going to be massive. It's it, we massive. It's, it's going to be a big year. We got our, our we're going to do our full blown one year anniversary show in the next in the very very near future. Yep, and uh, and South by is right South around, by's the around the corner. Got some announcements there I soon. I mean, like you know, there's the festivals have already started. SF Sketch Fest. Yep, we're doing a ton of work with the guys over at SF Sketch Fest. We're doing some contesting right now. Yeah, win, we are to win some exclusive. I'll put the exclusive in, in. And let's tell them about exclusive giveaway slash yeah. contest number one. Uh, we're going to be doing this for the this week and then weekends. the next to two weeks Sketch after. Fest so three is two whole weeks, three weekends. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be running a contest every weekend. And uh, what do we got here? Contest one. And how do they get there? How do there, they win? There is a Q&A. Yes. And a screening of the of the iconic comedy movie Waiting for Guffman. Yes. You can then a Q&A with the, the cast and staff. Christopher Guest. Or Christopher in, Guest in, is going to be there. Who are going to be there? Kevin Pollack is moderating. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Uh, contest on the laugh button. Go read the laugh button. You can find out about the contest. Week number two, which is next week, we're going to do Setless Live, which is the Paul Provenza show that mm-hmm. he started. And that's got like Bobcat Goldthwait on it, Matt Bronger's on that, all that kind of great stuff. And then uh, the week final three. contest, invite them up. Eugene Merman show that he did uh, first uh, uh, first comedy show I ever saw in New York City when I moved here. Yeah, it was down in, like the down the village, and mm-hmm. he doesn't do them at all other than I want to say Sketchfest and a couple his, years Eugene ago, Merman yeah. comedy festival. Yep. Um, so he's kind of bringing it back for this festival, and that's going to be James Adomian. James Adomian, uh, obviously Merman's going to be on that. And Bobby Ta- Tisdale, Natasha yeah. Lazaro, N- Natasha Lazaro is going to be on it. He created the show with Bobby Tisdale. Mm-hmm. Natasha Lazaro is going to be on it. It's going to be awesome. That's going to be a great time. Aparna, Aparna Nancherla, um, who we found out uh, has a uh, crushy. Jan- Jermaine Fowler told us that on our, Jermaine- our most recent podcast. He's like, I love Jermaine Aparna. Fowler, crush on Aparna. Who knows? Jermaine. I love Jermaine, so therefore I love Aparna because. Uh, four degrees of separation. All right. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> anyway, um, so much stuff is going on. So go so to thelaughbutton.com. I can't stress it enough how much stuff is on the laugh button right now. And, and get your merch on. We got merch. slash merch. That's so going to do it. Going Socials. Give Follow me yours. Us anywhere you can type in. Did at you get a new one button. for 2016? I did. It's at Mark. Matt says hi. Oh, you. <laughs> I get to sue you now. That's not true because it's different. How is it different? How is Matt says hi? Any different? That's at Matt says hi. You're stealing my essence, man. I'm not stealing your essence. You stole my essence. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, anywhere you can type in at laughbutton.com. Follow uh, us. Into a a social. Anything you can think of, we're on there. We're across all social media platforms. And send us an email, too. Yeah, podcast at thelaughbutton.com. If you you have a topic or want us to talk about something, merch store. He follow you at uh, at Mark says hi. Follow Correct. me at, at I am Kleinschmidt, and then uh, 2016 man, it's already a killer year. Thank you to Wayne Fetterman, and uh, coming up next week, David Cross yeah, joining like us that. on the podcast. Super pumped. Yeah.